All right, do the intro. All right. Mulligan to Hackers Golf, Season 3, Guest Podcast, Episode Number 7? Seven? I believe it's seven. Lucky number. I missed a few, so I might be off, but I think it's seven. Yeah, slacker. <laughs> yeah. So finish the intro. Like, uh, I'm, Al- or, I'm Chris. This is Alvin. And we have Brandon from Bingo Bango Ball. How's it going, guys? We didn't get to have Chris on the last time. It was no. just uh, Alvin and I. And it was probably better. <laughs> I might have started off better, but she's gonna she's gonna end great. Okay, okay. How you doing, pal? Pretty good. Um, it's yeah, it's a new year. Um, I was trying to think about it. I'm like, I can't believe kind of how much has happened in the last year or so. Um, maybe not as much growth in the page, but just how much stuff we've kind of done. Um, and I know you guys have done a lot. I've been trying to follow you guys, and now uh, I think the biggest news, I guess, with you joining that tour this year. Way to go, guys. That's awesome. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a different experience. And me and Chris, we've been talking about it for a while, but uh, just the experiences. Mm-hmm. It's going to be an experience to go play tournament golf and, and just have that experience. I mean, I, I can't even smile on my, off my face, you know, just to go home and participate in something like that. Gonna be really yeah, I I'm totally agree. I'm pretty excited. It should be, it should be fun. It'll be a different challenge, right? This guy was healthy. We can go on February 9th to Calgary and uh, get in on some sim tournament action through Alberta Golf. February 9th? Or, or, uh, I think it's the 9th. Or 10th, maybe. Super Bowl, Super Bowl day. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, I'm not a Super Bowl guy. No, but it's, there's a, a golf tournament. Right. Uh, I'll have to consult my physiotherapist. <laughs> and I'm getting some work done on my arm right now because uh, I battled through an injury uh, pretty much most last year. And in January, I started reps. I said, I'm going to get work done. I'm going to get it taken care of. So I'm in that process now. And my physiotherapist said, uh, in no uncertain terms, that swinging golf clubs was a no-no until we get it fixed. Yeah. So. That's, uh, that's too bad. But I think a lot of people deal with that. And luckily... Um, you know, this time of year, it's kind of nice to just hang up the clubs for a bit and maybe take us a, a second and uh, step back from the game. Uh, no problem there. Maybe uh, maybe we'll learn still. a thing or two. Oh, of course. Like I, every day, I I always swing the club at least twenty times a day, and for this last few weeks, I definitely miss it. But uh, you you hit on a point there. Uh, experiences like. Um, I think that's what uh, last year and kind of this year, what I'm really excited for is just all these different experiences. And um, I took place in my first long drive. I've never done something like that before. Um, and uh, it actually went really well. Uh, actually got up to higher numbers than I thought. Uh, it was like three, I think 36 was in play and like about 353 or yeah, 360 out of play. Nice. Um, and yeah, and people are like pumping you up and telling you, like, hey, maybe move your foot a little here. And everyone's like amping each other up. It was a really cool event. And that was through a Z Long Drive. I think they're out Alberta and BC as well. Um, but uh, that was a new experience. And then uh, my Blade and Persimmon tournament I did in Chicago. 
was uh, a lot of fun. I'm so glad I went down. Just drove down with a bunch of clubs. I had like three sets. Definitely was like at the border thinking I'd be pulled over. Like, what do we have here? What's the worth of all this? I think they saw there was all like 70s, 80s, and you know, 90s clubs. And was like, go ahead. There's no worth there. Let's go ahead. Uh, but yeah, it was a great event. Uh, met up with some great uh, fellow um, Instagrammers and thrift guys. And um, just was a blast. Yeah, so that was a great experience uh, since the last time we spoke. And you've also started your uh, Bingo Bangle banter. We have, yeah. And that was uh, definitely on here. We were kind of mentioning, and I kind of stole some stuff from you guys and kind of, you know, like you said, just go and do it. And there's no one kind of policing it or kind of saying it should be like this or shouldn't be like this. Just do it. Let it evolve. Um, and yeah, you guys are obviously a big inspiration to me, getting me out there and um, starting it out. There's just not enough people, in my opinion, doing this and getting this community growing. Just, mm-hmm. just regular guys playing golf and, and chatting about it. I just, yeah. I just think it needs to be more. And I think, uh, yeah, and not everyone can do it, but what's nice is um, if we're having these kind of platforms for people to pop on. You know, they might not want to have one themselves, but having a platform for these smaller companies and smaller brands to come and talk with us, I think, um, yeah, it's a win-win. I think so. Again, it's content for us and uh, content for them. Yeah. It gets gets them out and gets everybody, uh, you know, gets their name out there. And I mean, that's how we got involved with subs or uh, 36 a day. and. Right, Rooster for a while, and what's the other one that you're using? Seminar now. Yeah, yeah, so. like 36 a day there on your caps. I, you know, that's how I found out about them. Was for you guys, right? So, um, you know, later on, of course, I've been seeing other posts from them, but my first initial contact was through you guys. So, um, again, there's a, a tip to your cap there that it works it really works in this community uh sharing and helping other uh, people who are creating and building brands yeah. like johnny's been uh, really good to us since we started our uh, collaboration together and shout out to him yeah, well i actually wanted to bring it up because i know you guys probably won't be attending the toronto golf show next week um might be a little out of your uh, your range but i will be down there um, and, uh, yeah, I'm going to be checking out obviously uh, 36 a day and I'm really interested this year because golf town said they've kind of taken over a bit financially and kind of amped it up a little, um, nowhere near the PGA golf show. I think we're going to see, but I think a step up from last year's, um, and I'm kind of, uh, hopeful. I'm kind of excited. Oh, that'd be good to see. Cool. Yeah. Can't wait to see it. You got to get content out there on your YouTube channel. For sure. Well, dude, maybe uh, we can dedicate 20 minutes or something. I'll go live with you guys and you guys can, uh, if there's anyone you want me to go see, go talk to, I can uh, be down on the floor for you. I'll be there. That'd be pretty cool. We're going Friday and Sunday is the two days we're headed. Yeah, let's do something. Yeah. Let's Let's do do something for both our chaps. Exactly. Growth for both, right? Yeah, you bet. By the way, growth for both. I think I just coined the phrase there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be... I like it. It's good. Catch it's the next one on the shirt. Next one on the shirt. <laughs> so, um, your page is doing well. 
your your platform is doing well. So yeah, I think. How's the oh, golf? Go ahead. Uh, golf is coming around. Um, I'm learning some new things every day, and like I said, the long drive. Um, you know, maybe I'm not going to be swinging like that on the course, but I found, you know, getting up to those speeds was actually keeping me straighter and more consistent. So, you know, maybe rip and grip it, but with a purpose, I guess. Um, but I was seeing some consistency, and the distance was great during that. So, if I can bring that out to the course, man, that'd be great. And um, some other things for the channel. I'm actually just watching some stuff right now. Um, the Canadian Open. Um, last year's, obviously, that finish was insanity. Um, the only thing that kind of sucked is my phone died by the fourth over. Oh, they, no. they, went over to, they went over to nine. And uh, I'm with Kenny, our friend. And he's, um, you know, we're not leaving the 18th, our spot, right? We just were hoping, like, okay, he's going to come back he's going to come back and win it on 18 like he should and drain the 72 foot eagle putt which was insane but yeah our phone died but it was kind of better to be in the moment but you know we said again like we're going next year because we witnessed you know history so it'd be so cool to go back i don't know how he'll do as a returning champ but you know there's some big names there it's a new uh, venue i'm kind of excited for that uh this summer where's, where's the venue this year hamilton um Hamilton Country Club or whatever it's called uh, looks nice, and of course, you know you're gonna doll everything up a little for a PGA tournament. And um, speaking of the Open, I'm waiting for the uh, full swing season two. Um, they had their cameras, you know, all over that tournament because a the merger stuff was going on. Yeah, um, and of course they got caught in a great tournament. So. Uh, I know I popped up on some of the TSM feeds. I'm I'm wondering if I'm going to be any of that Netflix uh, cameras. <laughs> we'll keep an eye out for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Definitely want to copy that and put it on your YouTube channel and try not to get copyrighted. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Right. It's like myself and then I get taken down. Um, and something else uh, we're working on this summer is, uh, like I said, I went down to Chicago and met up with uh, all these thrifters and uh, other golfers vintage crew kind of golfers uh we want to throw one in toronto so i'm kind of spearheading that um gonna be probably end of july but yeah same kind of concept it's gonna be persimmons blades only blade putters um you know you can dress in old attire if you'd like i was using old balls and gloves like cool uh, so yeah it's, we're thinking maybe one of the link style courses around toronto uh, Braben, Piper's Heath, um, and it'll yeah, just about forty of us. Uh, some kind of cool prizes, some uh, refurbished clubs, and some uh, touched up stuff. Yeah, so that's guys. kind of our. That's a good time. Yeah. right? Yeah, I think uh, that's what we had in um, Chicago, and I'm kind of trying to emulate that. Yeah, it was a blast. So that's a pretty neat idea. Mm -hmm. So you get any simulator time in? I am, yeah. I'm trying to make sure I go at least maybe once, twice uh, a month, um, or not once, like week, um, and just a little bit here and there, just to get like the rhythm. But again, it's getting so comfortable on turf is scaring me because I'm going to come out in spring, catch a huge pelt, and then my whole game is askew, and I have to rethink everything. 
Because I'm hitting well on the simulators. I'm playing decently, but uh, will it translate to the uh, the course? I haven't hit a simulator yet this winter. It's killing me. I'm not just uh, just to hit a ball. I I haven't hit one either. And surprisingly, but well, you got your uh, your volleyball going on. So yeah, and I'm going I'm going to Vegas in three weeks, so I'm going to get some nice. golfing down there. Awesome. That would be you great. Get some contact. Oh, for sure. Are you anywhere near the sphere? Will that be uh, in play? Uh, you know what? You're the third person today that's asked me about that. So I guess I'm going to have to stop it and see. We're uh, we're going down for a volleyball tournament, actually, but we have a couple days where we can get some other stuff in there. I think we're going to golf all day Friday. You got it. If you're there in that temperature. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I mean, it's been minus five million here for the last two weeks. So yeah, you guys have gotten the snow, you've gotten the cold. We've been kind of lucky; it hasn't been as bad. We got a bit of a spell, but um, you know, we golfed late into November here. Uh, Copetown Woods, um, it was actually another course we're interested in maybe throwing the tournament. It uh, they were open Christmas, right? They had they had people on the the green, yeah. Um, it was it was crazy to see, but of course we're getting hit with it. Hit with it now. I feel like right now. some of ours can open at Christmas. It was pretty nice at that time. It's just been the last couple of weeks. We paid for it. Boy, yeah, minus fifty two with Funcho. Something like that. But it, I mean, it's supposed to be plus twelve next week. It was plus four today. Yeah. So no, I can't complain. I'm hoping to get out, um, even just chipping, even get in out. It's nice in this warm temperature. Yeah, um, but uh, something I actually saw recently is the Golf Daddy. They're new recently, like um, their new product. Have you seen it? I, I did you see a I just saw it. I saw it today. Yeah, so I saw they took down like all their other kind of stuff, and they're kind of going with this new format where it's like the pad, and it's reactive to your like an app, and then you can just um, put that onto a TV. So in turn, you can basically put a simulator. I'm very interested. You can put a sim anywhere now, like a sim, right? You know, you're not getting on ball data, but there's a lot of stuff you're still getting out of that, probably more than just your um, hit into a net, right? So I'm, I'm interested. And uh, it ships to Canada. It's relatively cheap. I think it's like 130 something bucks, 160 with shipping. It's not bad at all. No, I'm yeah, I. I don't know if I want to be the guinea pig, but maybe, you know, um, I'm going to ask if you would. I see this thing on Instagram, too, and it was a simulator, like a club simulator. What was those things you used a year ago where you put them in the the grip of your club and they gave you all this info? Oh, the acros. The acro sensors. I still have those. So it looks like um, it comes with a, a practice club. And you get one of these sensors, and it's the same thing. You go into the app on your phone, put it up on your TV, and it gives you the uh, the, the swing data. Yeah, there's a lot you can get out of, obviously, that. Yeah, I, I, I've seen those, and for some reason, this just kind of like, that's where I always tend to worry about my swing is like, am I coming over it, like, on top? Am I smothering it? Like, um, yeah, this little golf daddy thing kind of gives a lot of data. I'm kind of interested. Yeah. Anything, because I can swing up to my hybrids in my living room upstairs. So that's nice. Yeah, um, that's actually something. Uh, I'm on the move. 
Um, unfortunately, my place in Toronto, I have to move out of, but still going to be around Toronto area. But I wonder if I, yeah, my next spot, if there's going to be a area to swing or area to chip. That just means being on the course more, I guess. Yeah. Right. You got to get there. Something. Yeah. So what else is new to the page? What do you got coming up? Yeah, the newest thing, I guess, we're yeah up to the uh, the golf show, um, and uh, we're gonna do a few matches with some other uh, collaborators. Uh, Big Six is uh, someone we're gonna be uh, hitting some rounds with this summer. Uh, we already have a few ideas and some courses laid out, um, and then yeah, just kind of being more not organized or planned, scheduled, but just kind of have you know people wanting to come back to the page and check. Oh, you know. Brandon's doing the back nine or something of this course. Or is the last three holes here? Um, try to plan it out better rather than just throw a bunch of stuff on when I have it. Maybe just kind of evenly distribute, you know. Well, we've been, this, this season of our guest podcasts, again, as it evolves, um, we've managed to put one out every Monday since we started. So um, this one will be going out on Monday. I think I might be recording another one, another one this weekend. So um, we've got a few more lined up, and it's, you know, it's, it's again from season one, season two, season three. Get more regular, get more guests. You know, it's, yeah, it's a lot of fun, man. Well, well and even even through our even through our season, right? We used to just do just a podcast, but then this year we evolved with the YouTube page, and we had the go for the greens and. Yeah. The, the different clips that we were putting out there, just trying to trying to give people a lot of content that they can grab onto. Yeah, and this year will be neat because I feel like you can still do that stuff, and then now you can pair it with the tour. Uh, so you can pair it with these courses. With the tour, um, we're only, we're hoping to make a couple of events. We're not going to make them all. Again, yeah. there's there's a cost involved, and we're here in the. Mm-hmm. We're in the forgotten corner of Alberta down here in Medicine And Calgary is three hours away. And then yeah, six, six hours, hours away. <clears throat> and that's where most of these events take place around those areas. So we're chomping a bit to see the schedule come up so we can home kind of hone in where mm-hmm. a couple of events that we're gonna, you know, lock down and these are the ones that we're gonna really try and make. Because they played um Nicholson National last year. And, right if they, and if they go to that back to that one this year, I think that's one that we're going to try and lock in. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And then again, you would you are you going to continue your tour? Yes, in and, some capacity. capacity. In some capacity, it's not going to be as scheduled as it has been years before, because um, we've always come up with a schedule. So we're going to We're moving all courses too, so. Got a lot going on. Got a lot going on. Like we're not quite sure how it's all going to play out. Uh, it's kind of going to have to be. It's, a, it's going to be a different year. It's going to be a new year, and and mm. we're going to play a little bit of it by year. But if we can get you know the core four guys that are playing golf at, at our new course, um, we're going to consider an event, right? We'll consider it an event and and do our points and you know. And uh, so you were at, uh, was it Cotton? What was the name of? Uh, Cottonwood Cooley. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so for an entry level course, par 66, uh, not that long, even from the tips. Uh, for the first three years, I think it really treated us well. 
uh, we got a lot, you know, we got a lot of golf in that tech course, almost 300 yeah. rounds in three years. So, um, you know, it, it does well, but now where we are, where we want to go with our golf game, I think the natural evolution is to go to a par 72 and, and play the par 72 regularly. For sure. I, uh, I actually was, you know, humming and hawing just because of how good the price was. It just didn't add up because where it is, but Port Hope, um, down, you know, Mac, that's uh, where he, he plays, uh, because I'm under, it's like 35 and under is like even cheaper for some reason. Um, they had this like great deal and I was just so close to I was like, should I get it? Cause that means, you know, I play Port Hope whenever I want, but that means I have to go to Port Hope and play. Um, and yeah, being in Toronto a lot, it might've been a, harder to get down and, um, but, what's, uh, uh, what's, what's the time for, uh, It'd be like an hour and a bit, um, but that's on a good time if there's traffic and stuff. And uh, yeah, I'm in Coburg, which is really close to it every once in a while, but uh, I just it just wouldn't be enough. I need a course uh, closer that I go to more, but everything up in Toronto is just crazy expensive or it's public. It's uh, mm-hmm. well, one of the things with uh, Cottonwood, Chris, you can attest to this. It's going to be different this year because the course we're going to is a little more formal. You know, it's a little more golf rule oriented where Cottonwood, when we go, we pretty much have the run of the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go jump on when you want, front, back. Go at any, go any time, whether you have a tee time booked or not, you just go play, right? You jump on the front or jump on the back, yeah. whatever was open, just go play. And that's how we got all these rounds in. But like I said to Chris, I think this year, going to a bigger course, um, it's going to be quality over quantity. We want the rounds that we play. We really want to do well in those rounds. Yeah. Yeah. I probably won't see 100, 120 rounds this year, maybe like 70, 75. I mean, you're going to have to, you really got to book in advance out there because they get full. But the nice thing is, is that we're doing a dual membership. So we got Medicine Hat Golf and Country and uh, Connaught Golf Course. So if one's busy, you can go over to the other one. So whatever you have at one, you have at both. You got a cart pass, you got a cart pass at both. You got a range pass, you got a range pass at both. And it, I mean, it's pretty affordable. I think it's between three and four thousand dollars for the season for two courses. For two with, courses, yeah. Yeah, and that's that's with a cart and full membership. So I mean, that's we think that's expensive because I mean we live in a small small city, but it's really affordable. Yeah. And when, again, when you turn that into 70, 75 rounds, um, it's really great. It really just makes, uh, makes it worth it. Yeah, for sure. We're looking forward to it. That's, that's why it's nice and close to home actually. And, uh, that's kind of been a nemesis course of Alvin's for a couple of years. He's gotten a lot better at it, but there are some holes on there that really still, I'm not so terrified of the first hole anymore. But there's a couple of the par threes that are still a little traumatizing. Well, and then the one par four on the back, was it 16, 15 or 16? It's the toughest hole in the golf course. It's, uh, what is it? It's like a four, 480 or 490 yard par four. Dog leg left. And dog leg left. Around a lot. If, if you hit a bad first shot, 
you're, you're bogeying for sure. Didn't I play that one from the other fairway this year? Yes. I actually cleared the water, cleared the trees, and yeah. played it from played it back from the other fairway. Yeah, that's probably a yeah, that's probably the plan. That was the one that I uh, <laughs> I chipped out off of the fringe. Nice. It's funny you say that uh, off the other fairway. I actually thought it like uh, when we were you know, starting this kind of page, um, that was kind of one of my ideas was actually off the other fairway as like a name. Because when I played, um, once we moved to Ashbrook, a bigger course in uh, south side of Coburg, it was so open. And I really took advantage of that, you know, hitting driver all the time. Who cares? I'll be, you know, whatever. On one, I'll be on nine. On this, I'll be on that. And it really turned into yeah, play it from the other fairway. I'm that, the par so five at That's me. That's the par five. So uh, the par five is number 13? 14. 14. 14. So 15 comes back. Mm-hmm. And there's a creek, a little pond just up. It's actually my carry distance for my driver. So I put a lot of balls in there in the last few years. But Chris can clear the water. So he would just play off of 15 fairway. Nice. I've actually been as far as the number three fairway, which is the next fairway over. <laughs> and, and, and you got people looking at you like you're crazy. And from there, I'm like an eight iron. I'm like an eight iron from there. Still a three shot part five, even from that fairway. Yeah. Oh man. I played an eight iron shot, and people are on the other tee box and just kind of looking at me as I'm hitting back towards them. And I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm just, just going to attack this green. It's okay. okay. <laughs> and Chris plays cross. So he see his ball striking is, like, he strikes the ball so hard with the cross grip. It's just, it's bad. Yeah, I think, yeah, we talked about in the last, like, I used, I grew up uh, cross grip. Um, nice. Do lefty and righty. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's some more, you know, videos I want to do is just like, Going back to like yeah, shooting left for a bit, and you know I'm no Mac or anything, but like I can switch it every once in a while, I'll get some decent contact. I tried to hit a golf club with a right-handed grip, and it just it, it feels, feels weird to me. It, it, it feels so foreign. foreign. Yeah, it must. <laughs> I'm not ready to give up an entire golf season for that. Well, yeah, really. You shot really well. Like any, the three years that we've been playing. We've been getting better every year. Chris is Chris is getting better as well. I think uh, his putting is far superior to mine, and that's where he gains his strokes. Um, but yeah, I still hit him. Seem to hit the ball a long way for mm-hmm. a cross grip guy. I just spend a lot of time putting in my house. That's why it's good. I, I just I'll spend hours and hours and hours with the putting mat, just working on putts and trying trying to get do different things with my putting and you know I have like three or four putters and this the last two years I've really like I won like my uh, multi mallet and then I, uh, I I went to my tailor made spider ECG the last couple of years and kind of I've been rolling through that. that and it's it's been rolling well so um, but I, I like messing around a little bit on my own time but when it comes comes time to win it's whatever's hot in my in my bags goes right back in there. Yeah. Um, do you guys have anything new in the bag? Um, I have uh, new stuff in the bag. Last time we talked to you, I probably do, yeah. Well, your bag, your entire bag is pretty much changed. Other than my irons, yeah. yeah. So, because you went, you're 
totally Mizuno. Other than my wedges and your putter and my putter, yeah, yeah. top to bottom. Though, because I had I had a Callaway Epic Flash driver, um, and then I had an Epic Flash three wood, um, and then I I use I use some hybrids, some Mizuno hybrids, but I went and fitted for a uh, Callaway or uh, a Mizuno driver and uh, two Mizuno fairway woods. Uh, so now I got the Mizuno driver and I got a three wood and for the first time ever I got a five wood in my bag. I don't even nice. sometimes I don't even know what to do with that club because I've never had one before. And it's just it's, it's not, not a club I normally hit. Um, and then I got some Haywood wedges. I got uh, two custom Haywood wedges last year. We'll absolutely love them. They are buttery smooth. And uh, I've seen them do some crazy work with those wedges this year. Yeah. And then my last, my I got my good old bomb tech, it's uh, sixty degree, just because the sand traps on the course we played just they're they're, they're like playing on rocks, so I didn't want to really beat up my good wedges, so I kept that one in my bag. So the beater club, you need a beater club. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Or a desert club, as some people like to call it. So I cycle through putters. <laughs> um, I, I still haven't found one that I really. Uncomfortable looking at or playing. So I started the year with the uh, Nike method. Nice, the method. Yeah, so that's that's what I started and played most of the season with. Then, uh, then probably about, I don't know, halfway through the season, I get into an Odyssey. Um, nice. This is the uh, White Steel, number two. Um, it actually came with a... Uh, Flat cap. Oh, right. Lampkin, yeah. Yeah, and I actually like it because I use a ball grip. Okay, actually, yes. And it's actually quite comfortable with the ball grip, but it has a it has a metal insert. I really couldn't get the base for it. We're we're big guys on our putters, heads. And then I just picked up uh, as a friend. The Rosie? No. This no. This is the this is another white hot white hot number five. Have you used that one yet? I haven't used this one yet. This, this, is, this is the one I'm going to start season four with. It's got a oh, nice. Ooh, fancy. That one might be coming out of your bag. I trained Clark, my tailmate, Arrowbird. What? Yep. Nice. You'd love to see some trades. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I got like. Fifteen putters here in the room, and I don't like any of them. So the, the problem is, is he'll put like he'll put well with one for a while, and then he just loses it, and he can't find it back. And then he'll put a different putter in his bag, and he'll do okay for a little while, and then he'll lose it. Whereas you know, like I'll putt with a putter, and if I'm having a bad day, I might get one or two, three putts, and I might end up at like. I don't know, just over two putts a hole or something, or right around two putts a hole. And if I'm putting really well, it's like down to like 1.5 or 1.4. It, it's just, it's funny how like, he's got great big swings though, because we call him dead putt or free putt or whatever, because he just can't putt. But I am fairway finder. Yes, yeah. you can't find the fairway. I just can't find the green and I can't putt when I get it. <laughs> Yeah, well, our games are very different that way. You guys have that, you know, playable, drivable par four, and then yeah, if you can't putt, well, I think I hit that green 
six times this year. Yep. And zero eagles. How, how many birdies? <laughs> uh, two? Maybe. Yeah, there's a lot of three putts on that one. <laughs> but it's a, t- it's a tough green. And uh, Clark a very hit, tough green. There's a couple of our mm-hmm. videos on our Instagram where uh, Clark makes an eagle putt and I make an eagle putt. And they're two different videos, but it's actually the same day. We almost putted from the same spot. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Clark slipped out. Like literally came came back up the hill. It was crazy. Well, that one's so wild because it's an uphill right dog leg, and you got to basically mm-hmm. clear the trees to get up there. And then once you get on the green, it's two tiered if you look at it straight, but it also all falls away to the right. The entire thing falls away to the right, yeah. so it's all sloping right. So it doesn't matter where you end up; everything slopes to the right. So you have to get like the perfect leave or hit it with the perfect pace or you go skating by that hole. And then you're back down off the front of the green towards the Quonset and you're chipping back uphill. Yeah. Yeah, that's brutal. It's a devastating hole. They used to have a couple sand traps on the side and they dug them out. So now they're like grassy bowls, basically. So if you miss your putt, you end up down in one of those. Dude, I would love to get you on on that course. And just let I just just caddy for you around, not even play, just get you and get you to go around that 18 and, and show you some of those greens because the par five green is exactly the same way. Oh, two it, tier, slow it's back worse the fairway, right? There's a bunch of these greens, and I and I'd love to see some guys that we you know talk to yeah. just come and play this course and 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 dude, I'll come around with you. I'll give you some pointers, but I want to see you play this 18 hole course out. Another really bad one out there is number 10. Or this one's a dog like left, but it's like you think you should be able to drive it based upon the distance that's there. Mm. You're like, oh yeah, I'll just cut the corner, I'll drive it. But it's all uphill. It, it's got like an elevated green that's probably what 35, 40 feet up. So, and then once you get on the elevated green, there is literally probably a six, seven foot divide between the bottom le- the bottom level <laughs> and the top level. If you're on the wrong level, you're basically three putting. It's almost a guarantee. Yeah. Dude, Especially yeah. if you have to go down. <laughs> so. I had um, kind of a rude awakening when I played um, the pulpit here up uh, just like north of Toronto. Um, beautiful, amazing course, right? This thing is like pristine. But uh, Jason, who I was playing with, you know, I needed him to tell me every time because I'd look, I'd read a putt and he'd say, what do you see? And, you know, right to left. And he said, yeah, that makes sense. But because of like, all the Appalachian, all the hills and stuff, every putt goes different. The way you're looking, it looks like it's going to go this way. It goes that way. So I'm, he's like, put it a club to the left. I'm like, to the left? So I'm looking. It looks terrible. It looks wrong. And he says, you know, you can gauge the pace pretty well, but put it out there. I do it. Curves like it's like, you know, Bugs Bunny with the uh, magnet. It just doesn't look real. All the brakes don't look real. And uh, if I didn't have that him, it would I would have been worms meat that day. I would have been having the worst day. But luckily, you know, it was such a great day out there with him. And that's uh, another course I hope to play again this uh, summer. The uh, pulpit or the... We played Desert Bloom a couple times this year. And I've never played it. Because, again, it's, it's a leaksy style course. 
and mm. I've never put it on greens like that before. Like their stamp meter on those things is ridiculous. Like they by far the glass. fastest. Glass. Oh yeah. yeah. Like put it's putting on glass or putting on concrete. Like yeah. the ball just goes. You don't well, need divots when you hit the green. Yeah. And uh I think that's kind of what not got me in trouble this this year, but like I got to play so many different courses from like, you know, a little like backcountry back nine and then to like full country club 18, you know, out in Banff. I didn't get to play their 18, but their nine hole is amazing. Um, but each course I go to, you know, greens, reading greens was so hard, right? Because I'm like, okay, speed wise, the last place I was at, I had to like hammer it. This place, it looks like glass. And then I'm, you know, that whole round, half the round, I'm kind of like getting used to the greens. And oh, we can attest to that. It's a, it's a part of my game that I need uh, probably the most work at. And it's just pace, reading greens. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you really notice it. Like, Alvin's usually pretty good. Like, if we stay at Cottonwood for, like, a week or two and we just play the same course, yeah. he, he is, his putting tends to get better and better and better. As soon as we go to, like, a different course, like, uh, not necessarily some of the smaller ones because some of them are – uh, the greens are a lot slower – but like if you go to like Desert Bloom or you go to like Medicine Hat or you go to Connaught, which are the three little bit faster greens, they're not necessarily as deceptive, but they're a little bit faster. Well, all of a sudden he'll come back and he'll, you know, we will be at Cottonwood and his pace will be totally out to lunch because he can't get the pace sorted up. And then he then he gets frustrated naturally and, you know, it just goes downhill from there. I'm trying not to be <laughs> angry. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting better at it. I got to give you credit. You are getting better at it. I find that's where the anger comes, knowing that you can be you. You are better than what you are. Um, that's why I love the beginning of the season because everything is like whatever, whatever. Like get out of the way. It's, yeah, first um, month. Yeah, it's like June, July when I start going like, okay, what's going on? I haven't made a birdie yet. What's going on? <laughs> well, again, we we hit some milestones this year that um, you know, it was a little gratification for the work that we put in, you know, I shot my first nine holes under par. I was one under through nine. That's huge. Congratulations. As a, as a guy who's been playing golf for three years. Yeah, I'll take it. Now, granted that was a one-off where everything, <laughs> everything kind of went exactly the way you should fairway green, two putt par, mm. fairway green, two putt par type thing. And, uh, Chris broke 70 down at the, it was one of our goals at the start of the year to break seven. Up 70 baby. Yeah, uh, at this par 66, Chris did it twice. Yeah, I shot I shot 69 twice. I, I shot plus three twice. So I, I went minus one on the front one day, and then I met, went one under on the back the other day and, you know, four over on the other side on each day. And, you know, I ended up three over. And then I shot a, a what, a 70, 75 at Redcliffe? Yeah, that was a good, that was nice. a good. That was a par 71. Yeah, I was gonna say like a three or four over. Nice. But yeah, you did that at a Mulligans and Hackers event, and like, how the hell are any of us gonna catch that? Oh, I, I had a, I had an insane eagle that day. So we had been trying all year to catch an eagle on video because anytime we get an opportunity, as long as we're outside of an event, we'll try and videotape it, right? And event days, you know, we're locked in on our golf. We're not really focused on content, and uh, so I absolutely pulp a drive down number five. Uh, which is a par five wind at my back. I don't know. It left me like 
it's like a 500 and some odd yard card five. And it left me like 165 yards or something. And I'm like, Oh, perfect. Perfect. Eight iron, like absolutely perfect distance to leave me. And I was feeling that club at that time of the season. And I'm like, Oh, I love it. Just gives me the club I want in my hand. So I step up and I, I absolutely hit a beautiful approach shot. I think I ended up about seven feet from the hole. So we get up there, whatever, everybody puts out. And I looked over at Alvin. I'm like, wouldn't it be funny if I drain this with no camera? I was like, that'd be our luck, right? Like we've, we've had yeah. numerous opportunities at Eagles. And, and he's just like, yeah, that would be. So I step up there, read the pot. I'm like, that's relatively straight. Hit it with good pace. Boom. Bottom of the cup. I'm like, oh, nice. Thank you. <laughs> Off I walk. As, as soon as you turn on the camera, I find it's when things, you know, shut down and vice versa. As soon as it's off, it's like that's when you drain a shot or I'm put hoping, something close. I'm hoping to get more golf course content this year. Um, like just having a camera on the cart, just filming all the time, just just getting stuff, more and more content from the course. I really want to do um, a uh, like a whole vlogs. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm yeah, getting like, into. Play, as well. play whole, like well, like set a set a day where we're, you you play three or something like that, yeah. or six or whatever. Yeah, you do mm-hmm. one one and three, and then the next day you do you know four to seven, right? And just get just so people can see the entire course, yeah, something like that, right? And then you can you get the odd cool shot on video, right? Because then you just put it on the cart like a GoPro or or something, mm-hmm. and just put it on the cart, hit record. And the only thing you have to do is kind of turn it to where we are on the golf course, right? Do you see yeah. that stick that's on there on Instagram? What is it called? The Q-Pod or something like that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That, that, that thing looks pretty neat. It be, looks like a perfect uh, perfect accessory to keep in the golf bag for times like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, even yeah, the eye range too, all those are uh, great little um, little quick things to get like filming. Right now I have – it's kind of it's kind of funny. I glued a um, – like a tripod piece to my old phone case. So now I'm just on a tripod always. It's basically those things, but um, a bit more, you know, old school <laughs> MacGyvery. Um, but, you know, it worked because before what was happening was I would just kind of like put it on there. And of course, any gusts of wind or anything like little bump, it's like falling off where now it's actually like balanced and locked in there. Um so yeah, I'm the same thing. I want to do some more whole vlogs. I want to do uh course kind of like layouts, like you say, like um, maybe not just even playing it, but some good shots of it. Um, and yeah, maybe some hole in ones pop in there. Something fun happens, uh, but just to have the camera year. going. Hey, oh, Alvin almost got a hole in one this year. Speaking of hole in ones. And it was on a tour event day at Connaught golf club. That was that turned the end of his entire round. It was basically everybody was neck and neck at that point. And then uh, we were on the, what was it? Number, it was eight, eight. So a little, little, I think it's like 165 yards or something, par three. And uh, he gets up there and he hits just an absolute perfect shot. And we're watching it. And we're like, damn, that's right at it. As it, it hits, the, hits the green, rolls straight at the hole, catches the cup, turns right and ends like what two inches away yeah it'd be easy to happen birdie but we were that close to seeing one line. it'll happen it'll happen we pray to the golf gods
Oh, shoot. I think I lost you guys. Oh. Oh, there we go. You're back. Okay. Um, I put that video up of me putting the jacket on Chris again <laughs> from the season. Oh, that. Uh, that was painful. Uh, hurts. That'll happen again. Don't worry about it. Hurts. I, I'm hoping that uh, you return the favor next season because when I won the jacket the year before, nobody videotaped this guy putting the jacket on me. Yeah, so you had to have, just take a selfie, right? I think. I think we have to recreate that, and I have to. Uh, I thought we, no, no, we tried to videotape it, but our but our videographer Clark screwed it up and didn't videotape it in time. That's what happened. Clark, we're looking at you. Anybody? There we go. Fucking stupid equipment. What's happening here? I don't <laughs> hear anybody now. I got everyone now. Oh, there we go. There yeah, we go. Know what, what happened there? Yeah. yeah. I'll edit it out. <laughs> Just I'm getting better at that too. I'm getting better at that too, like the editing stuff and video stuff, and you know, actually getting our podcasts with a header over them and names. And, yeah, it um, it just yeah, like you were saying, it comes in and the new logo. By the way, looks good. I didn't have a chance to mention it. Oh, good. Yeah, there, there you go. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah I like that. Um, Hacker Golf, whatever. John Tim uh, did this logo for us, and he did one for Chris uh, in the green and black, which is mm-hmm. kind of the one that he's taken over. And then he did one for red and black for me because that's kind of been my colors. Yeah, our color schemes looks good. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to do merchandise down the road or just kind of taking it day by day, see what happens, right? Yeah, we did our uh, first little um, kind of like a, a thank you. Um, it was supposed to be at Christmas, uh, but like the shirt giveaway. Um, and uh, we were going to do like more like a bingo, bingo, bongo theme one, but this one's uh, it was like the old tiger. I don't know if you saw it pop up. It's like the uh, 1999 um, like loading screen. <laughs> or, uh, and yeah, it just looked like such a sh- like a sick looking like logo. So I'm like, you know what? Throwing that on a shirt. Uh, so yeah, I got a few for my range sessions, and then yeah, I got a few uh, we gave away. Nice. So, but yeah, this summer we want to do uh, yeah more shirts, maybe towels or something. Towels would be cool. Yeah. So well, let's get off the golf topic now and talk video games. Sweet. So. Because I see a lot of your stuff, and it's all old video game related mm-hmm. stuff. So I never played. I never played any old golf games because I wasn't into golf. Oh, Mario Golf! Uh, I wasn't even into that. Like, I wasn't into golf at all. So I, I can't even remember what my first golf video game was. I, I just can't remember. What do you play? I, I remember mine was, um, was it Konami Golf? Uh, it might have been something different. I just remember Konami Golf. It was like a Game Boy version, and it was just kind of, yeah, that like, oh, I can play golf on my Game Boy. I can play it anywhere. So like that, Pokemon, and like I'd play anywhere. But once uh, we got our family computer, uh, one of our first games was um, Golf Tycoon and then the Tiger 99 and uh 
that I played a ton. That was just like, because Tiger Woods then to me was a video game the way he was playing. So yeah, playing the, like, you know, he would turn metal. If you hit it right, he would turn tiger striped. If you hit it like tiger shot, um, you could blow up the golf cart in the, in the range sessions. If you hit it, <laughs> there was just so many fun little things they had in that game already in that, in those early days. And then of course it just got bigger. And uh, every like iteration I try to buy or every few years I try to buy. Um, so yeah, once it came on to uh, GameCube and Xbox and PlayStation. Have you played the new, have you played the newest one that come out with the Tiger Woods one? I don't have a PS5, so I haven't played it yet. So, so that's the problem. I don't have any new equipment. Like I have no (laughs) new systems or anything. So that's probably another reason you see a lot of the old golf is because that's all we can play. I I still have Wii uh, Resort and Wii Sports. Um, Oh yeah, that one's A lot of that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no newer games. What about, what about the, uh, like I was saying before, Super Mario Brothers Golf, like the original back in the NES. I don't know if you, yeah, you play that one. I so I got a few of my cousin's games, but some of the stuff he held, like he kept, and for some reason that was one of them. So I played at his house every once in a while. But uh, I find that game very tough. It is. Um, I actually did a game uh, playthrough. It was one of my earlier videos I put on the uh, our YouTube, and um, it was. Uh, it's hard. I was just like, I, I don't even know. I, did I lose to him? I can't even remember. But uh, it was tough. That's, it was that's like, what it's fun. Right? It's, it's funny how some of the older games are tougher than some of the newer ones mm. nowadays. Actually, speaking of Super Mario Golf, we have a, we have a Wii, so we got the uh, Super Mario Golf, the new one. Uh, mm. th- that is awesome. Like, there you, you can create your own little me, and then you go through your own storyline on the Super Mario Brothers tour oh, or sweet. whatever. And then... You have you unlock all the different characters. You have all the all the different courses that you can play. Of course, with interactive environments mm-hmm. that do different things. And then, as you play so many rounds with each character, you unlock another set of clubs for them. Like you start with their base set, and then you get their intermediary, mm-hmm. and then you get your star powered set. So it's it's actually super cool. And then they have you know like Bowser's got a a big bomb shot, and and like a major drive and you know, like one of the girls, I think, turns the whole green to like ice when you hit it if you're playing oh. multiplayer to just give you different advantages. So it's it's more family oriented, but it's also a super fun golf game to play. Mm. Yeah, I know um, my uh, nephews and stuff. They have uh, what was it? It was one of the new. Uh, I don't think it's that one, but it's like the Mies or the on the Switch. Yeah, it's like one of the yeah. And yeah, they're just like they're all over the place with it. They know exactly. What to do. And I was like playing for the first time. I was like, this is it's kind of like we, but yeah. Um, I I love you know getting kids into the, the sport early. Why not, right? That's what Absolutely. got me into it. I was like, you know, dad plays it. I'm playing on the video game. I might as well play the real thing. Yeah, I never did play. I played a little bit on the video games, but I never golf was never really a big thing for me until I got you know until just before COVID like that was kind of when Albert yeah. and I got into it and you know I'd, I'd always had a little bit of interest in golf but it was the extent of playing I think the most I'd ever played before Alvin and I started playing was my high school after or my uh the summer after high school with my best friend we were working at the same place we were on the same hour schedule so we would drive like half hour 40 minutes out to this golf course whenever we could get off and it was like 
40 bucks to play 18 or, or all day or something like that. I think it was 40 bucks to play 18, but you could play all day if you paid that because it was just a small out in the middle of the nowhere course. And, and we didn't know what we were doing. Like we were so bad, so bad. Like I look back now and I'm like, man, I don't even remember. Like I could barely hit the ball half the time. Yeah, your swing has probably changed so much. Oh, yeah. So, okay, back to video games. So, Brandon, what's a guilty pleasure that you still go back to as a video game? Um, I won't lie to you. Every once in a while, I'll just go to uh, Addicting Games and play the mini putt, that first one. It's like a click. It's uh, like a flash game. Uh, I will go in there and just be like, do the first few holes and be like, yep, home one, home one, home one. I still got it. Exit. <laughs> Over here. Nice. Done. But yeah, like I said, like I'll throw on the Wii. I'll, I'll throw, I'll throw that on, um, get the swing. Cause even in the resort, it actually will, um, like you're, if you smother it a little or you're early, like it actually brings that up it, it knows that. So it's kind of fun to, it's a little simulator at home. I'm going to do a few more videos like a sim right <laughs> video hey, you uh, should, at home you should do an 18 hole video video i was thinking well that's i want to do one and see kind of yeah like where it goes but that'd be great like t- take it very seriously though like we're here at <laughs> we resort <laughs> yeah, there you go yeah yeah 100 percent. like yeah you should commentate get somebody to yeah. caddy for you while you're doing it <laughs> that would be great actually maybe Evan will I'll see if my buddy will that's awesome All right, pal well I think we've taken up enough of your time tonight and it was really really cool to connect again yeah I can't believe it's already been a year Um, that's crazy to me you're only the second guest to make a second appearance on our podcast and the other one is Mac right so there's been two Macs He's yeah. our first guest every year. Yeah. I appreciate he's, that. Well, he, I mean, some good he's company. really good about that, too. I, I, you know, shout out to that guy for making his time available for us clowns. Oh, yeah. He's helped, he's helped us tremendously. Yeah. And I'm and actually so hoping you. to. Uh, you helped me big time with, uh, again, some of the presentation that we do. And, and dude, shout out to you. Anytime, and I appreciate yeah. that, too, pal. Anytime, man. I um, Like I said, we're only better when we are helping each other and like, you know, no gatekeeping or kind of stuff like that. It's all about um, They're out there. You know, where I can help some. Yeah, they are. <laughs> they are. I, I've ran into it. And um, yeah, me too, something but... I've, I've ran into too is not everyone is meant to collab and that's okay. Yep. You know, everyone can be in the golf world and that's okay. But uh, not everything has to be a collaboration and um, not every group will vibe with each other. But uh, when it does, it's great, but it makes it work. Um, before we go, I know this is like last minute, but what's what's in, what's new in the bag for you? Because I think we did a what's in the bag well, last year. So um, let's do a what's in, in the bag quickly. Actual bag, um, I'm going to say tuned up uh, I3s. I am going to keep them. Um, I'm getting them all kind of tuned up, and some of them got uh, bent this summer. Uh, had someone drive into my golf cart. This is too bad. Yeah. So my three and five are a little bent, Um, but I'm going to, yeah, get them all set up. um, And new wise, probably just a few shafts. Maybe I got some uh, KBS 
uh, shafts. I want to put in a few of my older clubs. I'm going to maybe make like a really pimped out bladed set um, nice. with those uh, tailor mades, those uh, BBF, you know, the uh, ferals um, and the rip it grips. Like they're going to be really pimped out clubs, which is great. I just hope I can swing well. They're going to, they're going to look so good. And if I, if I swing like crap, then it's over. That'll be just a <laughs> yeah. All right, pal. Well, appreciate, I'll appreciate your time you again, man. You too, and, guys. Uh, Take care. We'll uh, we'll stay in touch for sure. Yeah, Toronto Golf Show next week. Yeah, let's uh, let's do we'll something. We'll have uh, yeah, 